Good afternoon, Stuart Williamson here from APW with the market wrap for week ending the 11th of June 2021. What are we going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about strategy. What are we going to buy to make most money? We've always talked about buy to let, so let's look at some different options. HMOs, housing multiple occupancy. What are the benefits of those? They give you a much better yield than your standard buy to let. In fact, you're looking at probably 8 to 12% or more even. So that's the benefit good cash flow, what's the negative side to it? There are a lot of hard work. You really need to roll your sleeves up and make sure you have time to look after them. I don't know if you were ever a student in a, in, a, in a student home, but we have people leaving all the time. We have people having arguments. They leave without paying the rent. Things get broken a lot of the time. So it wasn't great. But nowadays, if you have more than three people living in a shared home, it becomes a HMO. You must have a license for that. And if you must have a license, you must have a license from the um, <coughs> excuse me, local authority. Otherwise, the Heath Hospital, for example, in Cardiff, won't touch you. And they look for houses to put their doctors and nurses in. Swansea Uni look for houses for their students. Same sort of thing. So you, you need to really think whether you want to spend all that money doing it. Do you buy an existing one that's already running, or do you buy one and do it up yourself? What's the best plan of attack? Secondly, flipping, what's that? Flipping is where you just buy a property, do it up and sell it. And you do it up in a, in a pretty mean fashion just to make sure it looks good and you sell it so it's cosmetic, which is fine. It's got curb appeal, the front looks good. What, what are the negative sides to that? Negative is you need to get someone to do it for you and they can charge you a large amount of the profit. My brother does it with me or has done in the past and he initially charged me 50% of the profit which is a bit mean, but um, you make good money, negative side to it, your money's diluted, and then there's no money coming in in the future. So it's not a long-term game. After that, what could you choose? You could go for what you call beer, buy, refurb, refinance, rent, repeat. And basically what that is, is where you buy a property. I'll give you examples. You buy for something that looks like it's gonna be, on the, it's on the market for a hundred grand, you try and buy it for a real estate price. <clears throat> so you go around and look at all other properties that have had a refurb done to it, that are rented out in that area, in that street, and say, what's it really worth? Let's say it's 125,000 pounds. They've got it on the market for 100. If you divide 125 by 70%, plus add your refurb costs, any other costs, that's gonna give you a rough idea of what you should be paying for it at the top end. And that's 100 grand in this particular instance best price would be a lot less than that. So you go, you're going to do it, you say you pick it up for 95,000, say 90,000, you've then got your costs, which will be 5% uh, tax, 2% non-resident, 3% stamp, plus your lawyer's fees, plus your mortgage fees, that takes it up for say 100,000 pounds. You've got a 10,000 pound refill on top of that, you make 15,000, and then you'd be able to remortgage it. And because you're remortgaging it at say £25,000, your mortgage would be at or about 100 grand. And once the mortgage is above 100 grand, it's a lot cheaper, say 3.5%. So therefore you can remove from it about £30,000 in, in, in money you're returning. So then it's standalone, so you've got it rented out. The rent on the property I'm discussing was about £850. The mortgage, cabin repayment, was up at um, 518 and the uh, interest only would have been 291. 
So cap and repayment, more than covered by the rental income, plus all the other costs, 10% to a management agent, and so on. So it's a good approach. You do need to be hands-on, but if it's one of six you're gonna do, you can negotiate and say, hey brother, will you do it for 25% instead of a 50%? And most people are realistic enough to know long-term better money is better. It's gonna give you a long-term income, and it gives you some capital in the short term to go off and do it again. So the Brewer approach is a great one, and we like that one a lot. Rent to rent, apparently in the UK now there are people going around saying to landlords, I'll take over the renting of your property, I'll charge you say 10%, I'll improve it by dividing, subdividing rooms or this or that or the other, and you'll make more money. So that's called rent to rent. Sounds a little rubbish to me. Um, I don't see where you get the money from and I don't see how it's worth doing for the effort you have to put into it. So we'll ignore that one. Buying off plan is an easy thing to do when you're an expat because they're all out there. You can see it, it looks lovely, it's all finished. You know, the CGI's look fantastic. Is it a good thing to do? It is for a number of reasons. Firstly, you've got to do some checks. Is your builder reliable? Have they got a good reputation? Crucial. Okay, is your money, the deposit you give, is that protected? Is there insurance in place? So that if the builder fails, another builder will appoint, be appointed to finish the job, which is legal in the UK. Is there a secure drop dead date? I.e. at what point after the thing should have been finished and it's not, do you, can you claim your capital back completely without any charges? Are all these things in place? If they are, it's a good deal because it's a nice stress-free, stress-free slow process you know you've got 12 months before it's completed you can start planning for the mortgage which one should i get talk to two or three different people get the agent who's going to look after it or the builder in fact to go and negotiate with potential tenants we did it with nottingham university health trust in nottingham in a in a development we've, we've done recently and now we're doing it at our new hive development so you can get a good a good tenant in an advance pre-book it you can decide whether to put Furniture packages and or not. So it's a nice slow process. You pay perhaps 10% at outset and then you pay the final bit on completion. If you put 10% in now and it's not finished for two years, the house price is going up at 5% per annum, you'd actually make 100% on that first £10,000. So you're buying at today's prices, it's been delivered in two years' time, which is not a risk in today's marketplace. So is it worthwhile doing? We think it's very good as long as you do your due diligence. Okay, turnkey property. Buy stuff that's already in the marketplace and rent it out. Fantastic. It's a bit of a hassle at the moment because things are selling within a day. So you have to get your decision in principle together. You have to get your deposit, proof of funds. You have to have your proof of address and your due diligence has to be done. So look at this place. Is it going to do what it says on the, on the tin? They're getting seven and a half right now. Will I continue? So look at those sort of things and work out, is this good value for money? We will help you do that. And if you look at our forum, there's lots of properties in there that are already on the market, that are turnkey properties. There are also below market value properties that you can buy and do the flipping on or do the burr on. Okay, and then over and above that, we have our own properties that people have come to us and say, will you sell that will fit into the buy to let or the HMO side of things. That's a concept, some different strategy you can look at. Over and above that, last week we had a chat with Dave Webster from 79th, very well received, and you should look at the video if you get a chance. 
He's a great guy, makes good money for his clients. Next week on Thursday, we're having a talk at Prosperity, their quarterly update. Do come along and join and hear about what they're doing at the moment, what they're doing in the marketplace, and what their plans are for the future. Ask about Brexit, the impact on them. You know, I still get questions about that now, even though Brexit is long gone. It's now a case of what's COVID going to do. So come along and join us. It's Thursday, 5 p.m. Singapore time. It's a webinar, uh, or we can send you a, a recording if you register. That's it then for now. Thank you very much for listening. Do take care.